Hello, my name is Austin. Welcome to the China Gaming Federation. And today I'm joined here again with Damek. But today we're going to be talking actually about achievements in games. Welcome, Damek. What's up, man? Good to see you again. Yeah, you too. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be talking about achievements, of which I know you are what would be classified as a achievement hunter. Uh, or trophy, trophy hunter. Trophy hunter, yeah. Uh, I mean, these take different names in, you know, the yeah. history of games. But let's talk a little bit about that first. Just the history of achievement hunting or trophy hunting in your case. Let's do it, dude. In games. So to define what an achievement is, it is a meta goal defined usually outside of the game's parameters, right? It's not necessarily something you unlock in-game. Yeah, it's set by the console itself, I guess, or the uh, profile. The developers. Yeah, yeah. Right? And Like little bonus goals, you know, like sure. little extra stuff that you to can... extend the longevity of the game past, you know, what the normal scope of the yeah. game is. Yeah, it's also like a, a way to, like, prove what you've... I don't know, like, bragging rights, I guess, you know what I mean? Like things that you've done and extra little tasks you may have completed. Sure, there's like a sense you, of pride. Yeah, it's a little game cred, you know? Yeah, street cred <laughs> street in the cred, game yeah, scene. In the hood. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know if you know this, but achievement hunting can be traced all the way back to 1982. 82? Yeah, with none other than Activision. Uh, Activision actually offered patches. No shit. Like iron-on patches. So with um, so they were physical. They were physical patches that ah, you could get. They're pretty cool. That's the, it. Yeah. yeah. So you would take a sc a photo of your high score in a game. They would set challenges, right? And you yeah. would take a photo if you completed the challenge that they set. That's cool, right? Yeah. And send it in, and you would get a iron-on patch in the mail with a letter. Sometimes a, the letter would be written by like a fictional game character, like Pitfall Harry, yeah. congratulating you for doing it. And they'd put you on a newsletter for like upcoming challenges and stuff. Man, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine we get physical trophies nowadays that wouldn't have enough room. Well, I mean, CGF has had physical trophies for it's you true. know tournaments, it's and true. I think people who who got that appreciated getting a you know a Definitely. cool little you know Trinket. yeah Award. to remember remember the event by right. So um, here goes my cat. Can you knock her down, Momo, the destroyer of worlds, <laughs> and. Uh, the game Emotion on the Amiga was one of the first games to actually have, like, hidden achievements. There were hidden objectives to complete within the game. Emotion. Like, yeah, it was like a kind of sort of puzzle arcade game, and you would get bonus points for, say you know only moving to the left or not rotating uh, the screen around or things like that you cool. know doing things and it would give you bonus points for doing set things. way back in the 80s you said 80 what 80 that was uh emotion was i think the late 80s early 90s or Ooh, something I was, I was yeah a baby too yeah early, too early for me <laughs> so most modern M mmo like rpgs have some sort of achievement thing incorporated into them a lot of them can be accessed you know outside of the game on some sort of website or something you can share an api for other people to take a look at 
your achievements, right? So people kind of enjoyed sharing, you know, their in-game accomplishments with other people. Yeah, man, that's so, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I know you're big on the Sony platform, but actually yeah. the, I mean, what we would classify as like the modern achievement hunter or what we know in the achievement ecosystem today started with Microsoft, right? With uh, the gamer score. Yeah, they started on, with achievements first, right? Right, Sony yeah, that was that in, um, it was originally unveiled at E3 2005, right? Yeah. And shortly after that, they they uh, brought it to Window, Games for Windows Live in 2007, and, it, and Steam shortly followed suit. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Sony did not begin offering trophies, their form of achievements, until 2008. Yeah, in 2008. Yeah, right. they were. That's when I got my first trophy. In the console bandwagon, were last. And other platforms, iOS, Android, right, have done this. Yeah. yeah. Congregate, um, which is like browser based games, like Flash games and stuff, had achievements, which was kind of cool. Um, and we have retro achievements, which retroactively added achievements for, let's say you're playing NES games on an emulator and you're playing oh. with RetroArch, you can get achievements. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for playing those games. Which so, is ironic because Nintendo doesn't have yeah, an achievement system. Nintendo mm -hmm. does not have what, which I personally, you know, we'll get into this a little bit later. I personally kind of like that. I enjoyed Actually, yeah, dude, like it was it's like, refreshing. Speaking sometimes. of achievements and trophies and stuff, it's it's been like a literal game changer for me because when they came out, uh, it was something fun to engage in, like an extra like, bonus activity or something to sure. engage in with your gaming and stuff. But eventually, at least for me, they kind of like define whether or not I want to play a game or how long I want to play a game. Not always, but I would say most of the time it'd be like, if there's a game coming out, I check out the trophy list first. Sure. To kind of see You're like, is like this going to be yeah. a huge task or can I complete that this Precisely. weekend when I have free time? Yeah. And what, and what ends up happening is that after I determine whether or not I can get the platinum, then I determine how I'm going to approach it. So if it's something I can achieve, I start looking up trophy guides and see if I can like find a way to get there and then find my own path. And if I can't, then I just enjoy the game because I want to play it. You know. Sure. I mean? And everybody has their own way they exactly. enjoy games, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you would be what, what is classified as an achievement hunter. Yeah. I, on the other hand, kind of am in some ways against achievements. I have achievements. I've completed games I've, you know, 100%ed yeah. that I'm proud of. Sometimes I will push for it if there's just a couple extra. But for the most part, you know, I don't look up what achievements there are going to be. I go on how long to beat to see like, you know, yeah, yeah, am yeah. I getting in for like a 200 hour ride or can I complete this in an afternoon? Exactly. You know, and you're kind of doing the same thing, but I you're do. looking at like the meta gaming, you know, involved in completing that as opposed to the game itself, you know, like, do you want to experience a story? No, that's secondary to you. You enjoy it, but it's like you get off on like, you know, having this, Platinum to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. If, it's if that a, like a, dopamine it, rush. Yeah, yeah. If, if a game has like a really long trophy list, but I really want to play it, I'll just, you know, go for it and see if I can. If I can't, it's all good. 
But yeah, I'll most of the time try to follow. Plus, a lot of these uh, websites have recommended uh, hours of how long it'll take. Sure. And I always add more because it takes me way fucking longer. Than, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at how long to beat. And if a game says it's 15 hours, I'm thinking that's 20 to 25 hours for yep, me. Yep. You know, maybe I want to explore. You know, or take my time with yeah, it, or, or, or maybe just, I'm just stupid and I, it I just can't. Takes yeah. Exactly, like, this is particularly <laughs> or, harder for me than. Or, or my aim is terrible in that one mission where you're required to get a headshot. The Do ones, I? The no, ones, the ones that uh, <laughs> that always cause an imbalance to me is when uh, I see tra- like a silver trophy that takes this long, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's gonna be a doozy." But then I do it in 30 seconds, and then there's a bunch of bronzes that are like supposed to be easy that take me fucking long and I'm like man I didn't expect that you know but I got it so yeah uh, yeah <laughs> you know. good for you and and on top of what we were mentioning with Nintendo you're right dude like the fact that Nintendo doesn't have them kind of balances me out cuz uh, there's some games I'd rather play on the Switch and when I play on the Switch and I can just play them like I have to I, sure. I don't have to but then again I am OCD I'm a completionist you know what I mean so I'll do it just for fun but yeah you know well okay let's talk a little bit about that about the evolution of these things I mean it yeah. used to be back in the day I mean a game would have a set you know set goals within the game that you were completing you know you played the game to enjoy it then occasionally games would start to add in-game sort of challenges for you to do. And eventually we had what we have now, right? Yeah. Um, there are games. Like I myself really enjoyed playing Breath of the Wild without this kind of looming yeah, thought of like, is that, is that like accomplishing some sort of like meta goal or yeah. something? You know, it's just like, no, it's an open sandbox. Do go you have it. Like you have to go. Fight Ganon, ultimately, the way you do that is up to you, you know? Like, there may be... I have spoken to so many people that love Breath of the Wild that have played dozens and dozens of hours, and still, you know, many of us have different shared... Things that maybe one of us haven't ever seen in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's cool. I think back in the day, you know, before we had the internet that we have now... People would talk about and share these stories, you know, and that would that was kind of a fun experience. And now it's like, as you said, you can look up online guides to just complete this, you know, completing a challenging puzzle game like Talos Principle or something, yeah, right? Yeah. It's kind of like it takes away the aspect of the game that makes it fun when it you're like... It changes the I, approach. It yeah. changes the approach for Well, sure. I mean, you're not really solving the puzzles if you're looking up a guide, right? Sometimes, you know? yeah. Sometimes there are those issues and stuff like that where... And there might be, you know, hidden challenges that are fun to discover, right? Yep. But if you're looking up a guide, you never discover it. Yeah, you don't that's stumble like that. how, how you approach trophy guides, that's another thing. That's a whole, like, separate uh, entity of its own because... If you decide to like fully faithfully follow the guide, it's gonna get you that platinum. But you know, it depends on how you enjoy it and how you approach the game. Yeah, if it's a narrative focused game. If it's narrative focused, yeah. I mean, I'd always suggest follow the story first and then try to get it. But so, do you go like play a game blindly, maybe sometimes first and then replay it with a guide? It depends on the game, but for the most part, because my favorite kind of games are like action adventure games, like Uncharted, God of War, things like that. Those don't really require uh, you having to look at each achievement because it'll either come naturally or you'll you'll you know progress it in your own way. Right. But 
But uh, other games like, I don't know, puzzle games, platformers maybe, there's a bunch of Metroidvanias that I may look up because it'll recommend a certain path. And it's better to do it this path because then you'll naturally unlock the, uh, the trophy this way as opposed to... It's like I've done it before where I just go in blind and it ends up taking three times as long because I didn't take the right path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I have to go back and I'm like, oh, shit, I could have got this trophy first or I could have taken this path. You know, it just takes longer, which is totally fine. But as we could get be older... a little grindy, right? Yeah, that's it. As we get older, grinding becomes more like, damn, you know... You're like, like, I could be doing something else, but I spent 10 hours on this one fucking achievement... Dude, I'm like, like jumping right into it. Uh, the one that that comes to my mind right away is uh, Yakuza, like a dragon. So I started Yakuza, like a dragon. Uh, I knew the 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 you know light pathway that I could take. I went for it. Everything's cool. They're, they recommend you finish all the chapters first and then go for the grindy stuff. So I did that. I finished the game. I'm in the grindy area now, and the shit's like. You know, there's a there's a trophy for beating the final Millennium Tower, which is the gauntlet of the game, right? Okay. But it's basically recommended that you be level 99 and your job be at level 99, and you fucking and even then, you're maxed and, and, out. yeah, maxed out, and then go for the go for it. But even then, the trophy itself says like, even then, you might not beat it because these dudes are really fucking hard. You have to have a strategy and blah. blah. So I'm at that point now, and I'm like, ah, this might break me because you know, fuck, I'm 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 grinding for I've been grinding for I don't know ten hours, and I'm barely a level ninety something like that. Sure, fuck, you know, <laughs> that's know like post game content, say that's like Kingdom is, Hearts or like a lot of you know JRPGs where it's like exactly where you know yeah you can beat the game, but then the post game stuff, which a lot of it is really fun, but yeah. actually getting to a point where you can actually tackle that stuff. Yeah. Some of it becomes you have, work. You it have becomes to work. you have to go fight a bunch of low level enemies dozens and dozens of times before you get to a point. So sure, I feel that, but it extends it extends the life of a game as well. You know sure. what I mean? But that but there, is it worth? Yeah, it? there's a fine line between yeah. like it, it being fun and then it's losing its fun and then becoming work. And when it does become work, I tend to get kind of turned off, but. I'm already like engaged and it's like I'm almost there you yeah, know yeah, and you feel you like know. you don't get that same sense of accomplishment if it's like one stone left unturned that's that you, why yeah. how much you like the game plays a big part in sure, you know? and sure. and that's why like for like a dragon I really like that game like I like that game way more than I thought I was going to like it and I'm kind of like all right I think I'm I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna take a break or whatever. Like when I got to that last trophy, or I'm getting to that last trophy, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm gonna take a break because doing the same thing over and over and becoming monotonous. All right, I need to take a break. I went into into modern warfare right after that, platinum that. Then I was just like, mm, what else do I got? I got Habroxia two here. That should be cool, you know. Yeah, do you take breaks from games and come back to them to finish them later? Or do you fixate on a game until you complete it? Yeah, kind of the latter. I I, right. I used to be able to juggle two games at the same time, but my skill isn't where it used to be. So I kind of either forget how to play, I lose my place in the story, or you know, it's just I, I'd rather just as a completionist, I'd rather just finish one game, see how far I can get, and if it's a trophy that needs grinding or something, I'm like, all right, we'll come back to this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I come back to it and knock it out three months later. Sometimes I just don't, and I move on, yeah. and I'm just like, you know what? I'll take the ninety nine percent. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> when I was younger. I think I jumped around a lot, um, and then I still go through periods of time where I jump around, but as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at managing my ADHD, I guess, yeah. so I, I kind of fix it. Like, this year, 
I'm coming up on like a hundred games that I've finished, you know, which feels great. Did I complete all the achievements and everyone? No. And some of them are short games and stuff, but it feels good to be like, I'll focus on this game. Yeah, I want to play that game, but it's something for me to look forward to after I finish this game. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I can relate to that. Now, uh, you know, I want to talk about challenging things, you know, that you have, whether they're grindy, stuff like that. But before we do any of that, right, so you, the reason I'm bringing you on today is you've recently completed your 100, you passed 100 yeah, Platinums, Yeah, we, we right? set up the, the, the date for recording this podcast when I had just reached my 100th. Uh, since then, I'm, I'm at 105 now. Yeah, which kudos to you, Thanks, man. man. Good for you, dude. Um, Thanks, I mean, that's an accomplishment for sure. Yeah, dude, I know a couple of cats that are well above that and stuff like that. But, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm 105 ain't nothing to scoff at, you know? Like, yeah. I think it's, you know, modestly speaking, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, I mean, it's dedication, to say the least, you know, especially some of them. It's a milestone yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, that being said, I just, I'm curious, what was your first platinum? Uh, all right, so my first platinum was Uncharted, the first Uncharted game way the fuck back in 2008. It says here, December 19th, 2008. And, you know, it's funny because back then they were all new, like these naming systems for trophies right. was all new or whatever. And I was laughing because the platinum for Uncharted is called Platinum. Beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah, couldn't get could get more straightforward than that. Yeah, it's like calling a movie movie. movie. You know? <laughs> Come <Yeah>. watch movie <laughs> out to two thousand eight. Uh, yeah, two thousand eight. Man, that was like five years after I graduated high school. I graduated in two thousand three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's five years right there. Uh, and where was I in my life in 2008, man? I was... Uh, I think I was homeless. Dude, I was... Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> you come a long way, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I was... Uh, I think I was uh, cooking on a cruise ship in Hawaii, man. That, that sounds time. much better than me. Yeah, dude. It was, uh, yeah, Although before California I came to China... is a good place to be homeless. Yeah. Very, but, very sizable handouts. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't easy. <laughs> back, in, uh, back when I was uh, a youngster, before I came to China, I was a chef in my previous life. So that was a whole different story. But uh, whether I was a chef and now a kindergarten teacher or whatever, I, I always had gaming. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always enjoyed gaming. I've always loved gaming. But yeah, trophy hunting was definitely a, a game changer and and ever since i've gotten my plan i was like ooh you know this is what this feels like i like i did everything i got to do that and it's kind of funny dude cuz like once you finish it and i got the platinum it it be, to me at least it becomes kind of like well I'm done with the game now, like officially, you know what I mean? And very rarely when I get the Platinum do I revisit. There have been times where I do it and I just play a game again just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, I think I've gotten the Platinum for Uncharted several times because they've re-released Uncharted. You know, my right. first one was for PS3. So I've uh, I've Platinum Uncharted back in uh, in this gen, PS4, and I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten a PS5 yet, but... Sure there'll gonna, be another chance will, i'm yeah, sure another yeah. yeah with the uncharted collection now and all i that mean stuff. dude i'm sure they'll re-re-re-re-release that game yeah i mean what definitely. we're getting the last of us re-remake yeah, now exactly, right so exactly. yeah that's gonna be another one for me as well jeez <laughs> whenever I, if and when yeah. i get to it but yeah that was my first one back in 2008 uh let's see Overall, oh, so these, uh, what I like about the PlayStation system is they have like a tier system. Right. And the, each tier gets 
a little bit harder. You know, bronze, you have to earn, silver, earn more, earn more trophies. Yeah, and then they have levels yeah. of bronze, silver, and gold, which some eventually lead to platinum. Some games don't have platinum, right? Yeah, some games just 100% achieve. You know, like the last one that comes to my mind was Max Payne. I think in our last podcast, we talked about Max Payne, and I what went home and, and played and a, it. And re- remake coming out soon. Yeah, and there's a remake coming out soon. That's going to be a doozy. That'll be a doozy. hopefully have a platinum for you. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the funny thing was is that that game was just as challenging because there, there is a trophy for beating it in hard mode or whatever, and it was hard, and, it was, and I did it, but fuck, no no platinum. And I'm kind of yeah, like, man. Yeah, you're kind of like, eh, I yeah, want it. I want it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I earned it, you know what I mean? But they also, you know, that, that would be one of is my gripes. Is that up to the developer or... Or is that up to, like, Sony? It's up to the developer. It's up to the developer and how they set it up and if they deem a platinum. Because there's been some games with some cheap developers where they're kind of like, press the X button and you fucking unlock a trophy. Yeah. You know, twist this jar over. I forgot the well, name of the okay, game. Okay, and uh, going back, we're talking 2008, right? There was a Flash game called Achievement Unlocked. Ah. Yeah, and it, w- it would be like, press A. To unlock achievement, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, well, not a, you know, it's mouse and keep or whatever, you know, it'd be like move left, yeah, move right, <laughs> touch the circle, yeah, and, like, pop yeah, and it was like a hundred or something different in-game achievements. So to like complete the game, yeah, dude. required you just doing a bunch of ridiculous, arbitrary tasks set by the. Developer. I wonder what those uh, pop-ups look like or whatever, because I I fucking live for the trophy pop-up. Dude, I live for like the uh, little ring sound that the that the trophy sure. makes. I know that the Xbox One is different, but um, but yeah, every time I know that I'm about to unlock a platinum, and it, and you know, like there's that pause where like I'm about to get it, and it's like I, I sit there and I wait, and I even sometimes point the, my finger at the screen. I'm just wait for it. Yeah. PlayStation <laughs> takes a screenshot of the game when then, you do yeah, too, right? Yeah, yeah that's re- kind of cool. That, that's a kind of a recent uh, within the last years or something like that. Was Steam doesn't do that, but uh, it does track like the time you did it and everything, yeah, which is yeah. cool. I'm predominantly on Steam recently, so and I have had a few games that I've tried. To push through, I think I got you on the Count Lucanor, which yeah. is a great game. That was yeah. a relatively easy game to get all the achievements. I don't know if it has platinum or It does, not. it does, yeah. actually. That was another one that I looked up, and I'm like, you know, th- that game recommends a path. So I kind of just followed the path, but I uh, solved the puzzles on my own and whatever. What a cool game, though. It was really Rock fun. The it was really fun. a two-man development team. In dude. fact, dude, here's another benefit to the trophies using that game as an example, is that... In in the Count Lucanor, there's a lot of stuff that you can see narrative wise if you engage with different characters. Sure, but there's also is a really good save state where you can save and then go back to a, like a previous load, right. and then engage with the characters like in a different order, and it gives you a different conversation, things like this. Like there's a there's a moment in that game where you talk to somebody who's like sacrificing goats. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then the game like flashes, and the then you'll see a bunch farmer of farmer. Yeah, whatever, you'll yeah. see like a bunch of dead Herder. goats, and you're like, oh shit. So then you ignore that one, go back to the previous save, and instead talk to the lady on the bench, the witch, the witch, what, and yeah. then she like decapitates a head or something, and yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> all right, and then there's one where you do Dude, both, and yeah. it's like, oh, all right, you know. So it's really cool because it, it actually lets you see more of the game that you sure. might not have seen otherwise. And, and there's know? like uh, a few different endings, which are, I mean, yeah, there, I yeah, would say that there's it. basically like two major endings, maybe three, yeah. with slight variations on them. But it's cool to see kind of the whole picture. I think there's five, dude. I mean, there's, there's quite a lot. There's quite. A, but you're right. They're like little different endings. But some games, like even AAA, huge budget games, like... 
heavy near rain. automata near where automata, you have to you know complete I mean? it exactly detroit like, becomes like human it doesn't one. even really start to get towards the real ending i think until you've beaten it like five times yeah, or dude. something yeah yeah and then there's games that like push that to the envelope like fucking what's that game until dawn like where you really have to Still go back to like beat that that's you, the you have to go super massive the, right yeah, yeah yeah you have to go back to like the beginning of the game to make one choice so that it affects the rest of the butterfly effect of the rest of the game so that's like dedication right there because that's a lot of repetition but but like i said yeah it lets you see more of the game and it lets you engage with it a bit differently and you know sure but like talking about repetition and stuff i think that occasionally achievements can kind of hurt the game there is a kind of more of an old school kind of adventure game that I really enjoyed called Kindergarten. And mm. there's a sequel, Kindergarten 2. I think Kindergarten 2 was even worse about this because it was a bigger game. But it was like, you have these, uh, you're a student at Kindergarten, oh, right? Sure. It's kind of a violent game, though. Like, everybody oh, really? <laughs> everybody dies, dude, basically. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a, I play Kindergarten it, in real life. Yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> With no deaths. Though. Yeah, it's a fucked up yet. <laughs> but yeah, I better get a trophy for yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know they have these like Monster Mon cards, like a planned Pokemon, right? Like kids were trading that shit like crazy when you, I was in elementary school and shit, right? So it's like kind of referencing that and shit, and like getting all of those cards and stuff requires completing certain things, and you can't always complete them in the same playthrough, uh, right? Yeah. So it's like you had to replay and go through these things, you know, and over some, and over, and, and it's... Some games don't make it easy to have safe states, so no, you they, have no, to... No, there weren't. You had to yeah, replay, you had to and you had to, to replay, and you had to go... And if yeah. you made a, a minor mistake, it was like, oh, no, I have to do it again, and it's going through the same dialogue again and again yep. and again, and it kind of like made the game, you know, which I really enjoyed to begin with, but especially in the sequel, going through and getting all the outfits and getting all the, you know, it just makes, for, yeah. for very small differences in the in a playthrough, you know, I had to beat it dozens of times, which was like fun game ruined by the achievements. Yeah. I still enjoy the game. I would recommend it, but I wouldn't recommend going for the achievements you know yeah. i mean i only did it because it was like i'm that close that's what i said you know it's like is it does it ruin it with that like one or two achievements that are just like yeah i guess it ultimately just comes down to how much you want to get that platinum but you're right dude i i would i would also agree that there are some games that would benefit from like either just not going for the platinum or you're like really good and you're going to dedicate your time to this, go for it. You know what I mean? But so what do you think is the most difficult trophy you've ever gotten? Platinum trophy, I should say. Like when I like it has to, it, for me, it has to be like some kind of skill based something like because uh, you don't have any skill. It, well, my skill is deteriorating and the yeah. older I get dude, <laughs> by the day. You know what I mean? Here, the one that comes to mind is uh, the Habroxia 2 trophy. And this is the what one is I, that? Habroxia 2 is a is like an airplane shooter. It's like a side scrolling shooter. Like 1942 or R-Type yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like kind that. Of, kind of. It's by Lily Mo Games, uh, which is a. It, it's uh, it's it's made by Colin Moriarty, who's like one of my favorite video game podcasters, and so I just supported his game. But it's really fun, and I beat the game. And there's a trophy that's called uh, Boost Rush or something like that, where you have to get from point A to point B without mm -hmm. hitting anything. That's it. Just get from point A to point B without hitting anything in your little plane. And it takes memorization. It takes skill. It takes sure. fucking. And I, you know, the first time I did it, I sat down for like two hours, couldn't fucking do it. And I'm like thinking this trophy's gonna break me because 
God damn it. All I have to do is go from point A to point B. And you I'm, want it. You feel so close. Dude, right? and, yeah. and, and I do it for like an hour by myself. Eventually, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I got to watch video. So I, I go into a video and I just see them do it. There's no particular skill. You just like got to do it. There's no, there's no like uh, uh, advice Method or anything. Or, nope. Yeah. It's just you got to do it. So I'm like, all right, man. So I fucking, I platinum modern warfare. I'm looking for something to do. I go, go back to Hubroxia 2. I'm like, let's do it. And I sit down for another hour and I fucking, and I do it. I nail it. I, I went in that feeling. It's like a, a weight lifted off your shoulders. You know what I mean? Like I finally do it. My skill is still there. I'm like, oh, it just took me two days to fucking do it. Yeah. But when I finally fucking got in, I hear that bring pop up and I'm like, man, Fuck yeah, now I can get the fucking platinum. So, yeah. so I'm like one trophy away from the platinum. I just have to beat new gameplay. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, fuck me. I got it yesterday. <laughs> I got the platinum for Hibroxia 2 yesterday. Um, but yeah, it's really, it, it's so again, it's the motivation. It depends on how much you want it and whether or not you can do it. And I hate like being quote unquote defeated by a game. Sure. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like, ah, oh, I could just fucking do it. You know what I mean? But Sometimes it happens, and and when those happen, it's like, all right, man, you just take the ninety nine percent, you know. Well, there are games like, all right, so I think I've mentioned this to pretty much everyone I can, anytime I can. But Outer Wilds is one of my favorite games from. Yeah, I still have to play yeah, that one. I still love it, it, but it's the kind of game that once you play it, there's, I mean, you can't really replay it. You can, but it's like. There's no skill gating, right? It's like if you play a puzzle game and you know the solution to the puzzle, you can't replay the puzzle and like figure it out again. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. So like there are things you learn as you play the game that you can't, you know, unlearn. I mean, unless your memory gets fucked up. But yeah, that's yeah. so that's the whole thing is I want to take a ton of time off from the game and replay it eventually one day. But I'm not going to forget everything, you yeah, know? There's yeah. no way. So I think that there will be certain things that, like, cemented in my memory that were like, whoa, moments, you know, that are going to be there. I'll never get the same experience, but I would like to experience the game again. There's nothing else like it. And achievements are something that I can go back and be like, all right, well, this is another excuse to just, like, try play, play a little bit more and try completing these challenges yeah, at least definitely man yeah. definitely i mean and on there's games that are completely skill based that if you put down for a fucking second you will forget how to play it sure like, uh, uh, let me think uh, guacamole comes to mind if like guacamole is a very skill based platformer Taste, that tastes delicious yeah, I love yeah, for it. sure dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah dude like uh, guacamole is another one that if you put the controller down go to another game and try to come back to it yeah it's, there's a learning curve for sure, sure for sure uh, so what are your last, you mentioned yesterday, Hibashi <laughs> special, no. Habroxia. Habroxia 2. Okay, yeah. so that was the last one. What are the last few um, platinums for you? So my hundredth platinum was a game called Man Eater. It's a shark game. Right. That was damn fun. That was really, really fun. And that one required basically no trophy guide. It's just... Everything in the game is set up for you. You ping the locations. You collect everything. You kill motherfuckers. Sure. You eat uh, fish and, and other sharks. And you get you finish the game. And you fucking get the platinum. And I love those games. It's yeah. like the, the less I have to use a guide, the better. But I'm not against using guides either. But uh, Man Eater was awesome. The one after that, uh, 
I said fuck it and I played the original Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and that one was a doozy because that took me a long time. Because that yeah. game, man, I'll tell you, I missed that game when it came out because I wasn't an RPG dude when I was right. younger. But as I got older, I appreciated RPG and RPG elements more. And I know that like it's sacrilege to be a fucking PlayStation gamer and not have played that. So I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try this. So I did beat it, and then I had to use a guide for like the stuff that I was missing because that game is huge. Like, I mean, back some in the day, of it's like obscure, very yeah, dude, obtuse. Yeah, dude. Back in the day, it was three discs for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there are things where you have to like have a conversation with this dude in this place at this time so that he'll give you something later that will become useful. Right. Stuff like that, and you really have to like, kind of know it and stuff. The stuff that I wouldn't naturally, you know, come across it. So I had to use a guide for that, but it ended up working out because I got the platinum. After that, I got Yakuza 6. Uh, it was my first Yakuza Platinum because these fucking Yakuza games are awesome, but they have a checklist. And these checklists have everything from beating this guy this way to beating this high-level power character to playing a game of Mahjong to winning a game of Mahjong to playing a game of poker to winning $10,000 in poker or yen, whatever. Yeah. And it's and it, like, and man, I'm never going to 100% these games, so fuck it. Yakuza 6 was the first one that didn't have that. And I'm like, dope. So I beat that, got my platinum. After that, I got Far Cry 6, which is another Far Cry game, but it's awesome. I like Far Cry 6. Not for everybody, but if you like Far Cry, you're going to like Far Cry 6. And the thing is that I like... Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito, dude. Yeah. You know what's I heard funny? that like, they used him in all the marketing and stuff, but he's barely in the game, right? He's in the game for like the major cutscenes. Because what it does is like there are... There are uh, there are uh, uh, big points in the game, like big, huge checkpoints in the game uh, uh, where where he will come in. You know, like when you beat an area or something right. and you kill the lieutenant of that area, there's a cutscene with him. And the killing the next lieutenant of the next area is going to be... And he's like, no, on. you did it again. Kind of, yeah. you know, kind of, pretty much. Like, I'll get you kids, you know what I mean? What I really liked about Far Cry 6, though, was the Latin setting. You know, it's, sure. a, it's a very uh, Spanish game. Yeah. Being a Latino myself, you know, what I ended up doing is playing the whole game in Spanish, to, and it was way more authentic to me. Cool, like, cool. They had a huge, uh, the whole Spanish track. Even Giancarlo Esposito's voice was dubbed in Spanish. Yeah, so, I like to play, like, Japanese games in same, Spanish. Same, dude. I did Yakuza in the same no, way. No, <laughs> no uh, in Spanish. Oh, sorry, in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they had it, I would like to try that out, too. Uh, but yeah, Far Cry 6 was that. And then the next one was Modern Warfare, which speaks for itself because it's Call of Duty. I will say that the fucking main storyline for Modern Warfare, the campaign, mm -hmm. one of the best campaigns I've fucking played. Wait, in, this in, is in the, remake? the remake? The oh, 2019 or remake. Or not the reboot, No, I no, guess. the 2019 remake. Like, oh. oh, what a cool campaign. Dude, yeah. what a cool campaign. It was that's, way better. That's, that's Call of Duty 4, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a cool game. It's a really good campaign. And what I like about this particular Modern Warfare. I feel like Modern that Warfare, was the last truly great. I mean. It's the last the, one I came out with. Oh, I guess Cold War. Came there, out. there were other things that were enjoyable in the franchise yeah. after that, but that was the last one for me personally that I'm like, yeah, that's a noteworthy release. Definitely, dude, definitely. And Modern Warfare, like, it, it, as tradition for every Modern Warfare, you get a, a a platinum or a fucking gold trophy for beating it on veteran. And veterans, no joke, when it comes to modern to modern warfare, to Call of Duty in general. Uh, but this one was manageable. I'm not really, really a manageable. big fan of the AI. And yeah, that, yeah. I mean, like, okay, 
you know, a lot of people reference like Halo on Legendary, you know, or just the different difficulty settings, sure. the way they would yeah. react differently. You know, it's like they actually, they didn't just make them bullet sponges or, you know, things like that. It would be a different experience. And that was cool. Or like in Fear, the first Fear, mm. that was iconic where it was like you could hear radio chatter from them and they would react to you and communicate and like change paths, flank you, or be concerned that like somebody's not answering on the radio and yeah. go check it out. And that was cool, you know, but I felt like in Call of Duty series, a lot of it was just like line of sight, shoot. And generally, like, on the highest difficulty, it was just 100% accuracy, reduce, Pretty like, much. make you take a bunch of damage, yeah, basically. So it would just be like, you'd wind up, sometimes the saves would be in weird situations where you'd kind of be fucked yeah. or something. Yeah, because so, yeah. Yeah, you'll get shot right before a checkpoint, yeah. and when the checkpoint reloads, you'll get shot immediately. At the yeah, that, that's fine. That's what I'll say about this one, though. This one had really good checkpoints. They had, they had to me, they had decent AI where they actually like backed, up, backed you up in the middle of combat. They supported you, and uh, like the checkpoint system was good, and the story was really well done as well. So, like... That was a fun, that was a fun, fun uh, uh, platinum to get. And the next one was Hybroxia 2. So those were my last five. five. Yeah, I'm cool. at 105. 105, like, man. Like, yeah. if, I, if, I could jot, if I could just shoot out some stats, I've got 11,836 trophies with 105 platinums, 662 bronze, 2,300 silvers, and eight. Oh, I'm sorry, 662 golds. 2,300 silvers and 8,769 bronzes. Interesting. Yeah, uh, it says here that I've played 100, sorry, 502 games with 99 of them quote unquote completed. And I'm guessing that this website only logs completed games as platinums or right. 100%. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I try. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I feel you. Yeah, so on Steam, right, they do it a little bit differently. Something that's cool with Steam, I think, is that, like, you level up your profile by doing things, right, like, in Steam, you know? Um, crafting badges nets you XP. That's another thing, right? So you have badges yeah, and explain, achievements. Explain, explain badges to me because you, you tried to briefly do this last time, and I'm like, what's the difference between yeah, badges you, and achievements? Yeah, okay, so so you do have achievements in Steam, right? But you also have badges. That and you can you, trade or something? Well, you have trading cards, right? And so oh, it's shit, like okay. when you buy a game, you get a trading card pack for the game. Let's say a game has 12 trading, trading cards, right? right? And you get a pack usually for like half the cards, right? And they're random, right? You get them as you play and maybe you get duplicates or whatever. And the goal is to trade them, sell them or buy them, right? You know, and and some are rare, so they might cost more or, you know, whatever. But there's a whole marketplace around them and getting them gets you, if you get all of them, you can craft a badge. And if you get, you can, some of them have multiple levels of badges. Like Outer Wilds, I've got the, the level two, um, Outer Wilds badge, which is, I mean, it's different levels of a star building up to like a supernova as the last level or something like that. And that's cool. You can display as you level up, you get different showcases you can put on your badge and more showcases, right? So I'm a game collector. I've got that. Shows how many games I own, DLC, reviews, wish lists. I can feature games and I have an achievement showcase. Showcases 
my average completion rate, which is 30%. But nice. I, I mean, I've got so many unplayed games, right? Like I got addicted to just buying games. So I don't think that's great, you know, well, but and I'm, I, I did start working on completing some games. I've got like 18 perfect games, though, one of which is Gay World, nice. which <laughs> Ryan gifted me. And it took about 30 seconds to get the... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, I'm either super gay or like, I don't know. No, it's a broken game. It's a fucked I up, see. stupid right joke on. game, you know? But it's kind of like... Sometimes you mentioned earlier, right? Like I feel like some developers make these games that are just some people will play games just because it's an easy, you know, completion. And I think that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of like I, that doesn't that's seem lame. super fun to yeah, me, man. really. You know, just chasing the trophies or achievements yeah, or buying a game because of the they have easy trophies. You know what I mean? You'll just buy a fucking like Barbie a or, a, or a Hannah Montana game and you'll fucking I, knock out the platinum in an hour. I appreciate <laughs> games because I think that they're in a lot of ways a form of art, you know, an expression. And I want to play something that I think I appreciate and respect yep. the, you know, what the developers did with their time and I want to enjoy it. So I think playing a garbage game, like, and also having a garbage trophy just seems like a shitty showcase, you know? It's like... Like, it doesn't help the game. Yeah. yeah. But that's me. But yeah, you get these badges, right? And they're not really much of an accomplishment either, but they are cool. And I get to a point where I started caring about them a little bit, but I only get them for games I really care about. I sell off trading yeah. cards and games that I'm like, yeah, it was a good game, but like, was it Outer Wilds good? Do I want a level two yeah. badge? You know, like, yeah. Or FTL, I have a level two badge, right? Things like that. That I, you know, like, even if I didn't spend 200 hours in Outer Wilds like I have with Hunt Showdown, which is a multiplayer game, which is why I'm spending so much time mm. in that, right? I loved the time that I was there. And, like, seeing that badge also kind of reminds me about that game. You know, it's like, hmm. Oh, yeah. nostalgia. It's a recorded, like, document of your, your good times, you know? Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but, yeah. And actually, yeah, that gave me the opportunity to kind of reflect on some of those moments as well. Like, uh, when I was looking at my list of all these Platinums, remembering well, have, back uh, in the Uncharted when you know what I mean? Uh, do you have any, like, notable or weird or obscure achievements? You know, like, I've got my achievement showcase here, right? You know, okay, talking about Grindy, right? I've got... A Grim Fandango achievement yeah, here. I got that plan. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't get the 100% because there was a problem and I messed it up and I didn't get the tank controls uh, achievement. That, that's the and one, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to have to speed run the game to do that. And I was like, that's when that one comes to mind because I did look up a trophy guide before that and it said play the game in tank controls. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So from the unless you want to replay it. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to. I just played it. I don't want to. Luckily, luckily, like uh, once you do it from the very beginning, you get used to it and stuff. You can do it quickly, sure. sure. Once you know all this stuff, but I was like, I started and was like, nah, fuck this. You know, I don't yeah. want to like yeah. just. Speed I would have been the same way. Shit. I would have yeah. been the same way. That's why I started with it, and just I'm glad I started with it because I, I ended up getting it. Yeah, and then, but there are some like interesting achievements, you know, like Outer Wilds. You get one for like docking on the um this like landing on the there's a, a a like a station orbiting directly around the sun right and you get an achievement for like not teleporting there but like 
flying to the sun and oh, yeah. like and resisting <laughs> the gravity, orbiting it at the right speed and getting onto the station without going the way you're supposed to go there. You know, so I thought that was cooler like Postal 2. You know, I got an achievement for smoking over 10 health pipes and 10 tins of catnip in one session. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um so I think there are a lot of really cool, interesting achievements out there. Um, One, I, I want to list a couple, but before I do that, I'm curious, like, what yours are, your personal one the, experience. One of the weird ones was uh, this small indie game called Badlands. Uh, oh, is that the, like, the little black yeah, the floating little black, blob yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. There, it was a weird game, but it was fun, and... Uh, a mobile game yeah i didn't i didn't ever manage to get the uh, platinum on it but one of the weird trophies i got that was uh, a, a trophy called millennium it says save a thousand clones in a total a total yeah a thousand clones total in single player uh which i just did naturally as i played the game but apparently that's my rarest fucking trophy at like 0.46 percent so i'm like all right well cool <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll take it you know <laughs> even if i didn't get a platinum i got a rare ass trophy and that's Noteworthy. I'll say that one of the ones that kind of that can frustrate me, depending on how the developers do it, are collectible trophies. In that, if you put a collectible trophy in your game, but you make the game the game's collectibles like accessible, you can go back to the previous levels or something sure. like this. Cool. But sometimes they don't do that. Sometimes they put you in like a, a, a little singular level. You know what I mean? That's not connected to the rest of the story that you can only access at that moment yeah. of the story. And there's like three collectibles there. So you miss it. You have to play the whole story to get to that point again. That shit bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, another one that bugs me is multiplayer trophies. Fuck me. Well, okay, trophies, so dude. I mean, right, this is another point I want to bring, right? There are broken trophies, right? And not broken just trophies. broken trophies, but also multiplayer only. Multiplayer things, only trophies. Right? Trophies where it's like maybe you buy a game, you know, like five years after it comes out and you love the game, but then there's a multiplayer mode. Exactly. And nobody's exactly. playing the game. Like um, something that comes to mind is. Um, What's uh, Jack Black, Double Fly, Double Fun, uh, Metal, Legend. Brutal Legend, right? Yeah. I think there were a few achievements for that game. Nobody played. I mean, even right after, shortly after the game. I mean, yep. within less than maybe six months, nobody was playing yep. the multiplayer, I which agree. it was an interesting multiplayer, but it was definitely like tacked on, you know? And it, yeah. it's kind of like, well, I can never really get exactly. that unless no one's playing. I don't yeah. even know if those servers are still up. You know sure, I mean? exactly. A lot of the Call of Duties had. Yeah, that's another thing I got to give up to this Modern Warfare, the recent one, because it doesn't have any multiplayer trophies. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. Kudos, yeah. thank yeah, you. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Far Cry Six had a fucking stupid uh, multiplayer trophy where you had to uh, uh, get an outpost with another player. That was one of the last ones I got because I had to find somebody. And not a lot of people are playing uh, Far Cry 6 on PS4 anymore. I finally found a dude, and we ended up knocking it out. And I was like, cool. And I felt, like, obligated to help him, you know? So I kind of was like, I don't so know if you you've got it. So you immediately. No, I said, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, fuck you, dude. No, I stuck around, and we, we, we knocked a couple outposts out together. And then he cool. bailed on me. And I'm like, cool, I don't feel guilty anymore. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I walk away guilt-free. But it's like, yeah, that you have to look for it, and it forces you to have to look for multiplayer. And it's but like, this man, is, come on. Uh, this is also kind of just not necessarily a problem with with achievements per se, but with multiplayer games in general, right? So yeah. it's like yeah, they can only games. keep servers open for so long, right? You know, not every game can be Counter-Strike or Team Fortress or yep. something, you know? It's like, 
And with Call of Duty, right, annual releases, right? Like, you can't necessarily expect them to keep supporting the game from, like, five years ago when there's been several releases since then, right? If they do, good for them, cool, great. But, like, you know, so a lot of this is kind of like, well, if I want to do that, A, for just as a gamer, for the multiplayer component, I kind of need to get on it from the get-go yeah and as an achievement hunter even more so because it's like it gets harder and harder yeah you miss that window it's gone it's like tomb raider tomb raider the reboot had a multiplayer mode and i think there might have been a couple of achievements right nobody plays that right um I don't know if any of the Uncharted game. I know two or three had, had multiplayer, them, but yeah. I don't know if they had achievements. Yeah, the original so. ones did. The original ones did. And yeah, I was I was on that bandwagon when they first came out, so I was able to get them. Yeah, but you're like yeah, definitely. Like, there's no going back geez, to that now. Man. Nobody like what I want to get the PS3 trophies. You know, like thankfully the the, the Uncharted re-releases got rid of those. You know what I mean? Good. So that, that that helps out a lot. So you can yeah. get them on those. But yeah, when they came out, when they come out, it's it's really annoying. You know? Yeah, but that's a tough thing with gaming right like with just you know missing the window to play a game like there is a uh, multiplayer game that nobody really played that i thought was really cool and i think i have in my steam library but i can't couldn't really play it called shattered horizon it's like uh what's that ubisoft like space shooting game it's kind of like that i don't know it was zero g though like right. astronauts fighting in space, right? But you had to worry. Like, first of all, the sound design was great. You know, I mean, it was like you didn't hear shit. You know, because you're in space. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, that's cool. You know, I was like the attention to detail, and then like recoil would like push you back. There's all that's these cool. factors to consider, and it looked beautiful. So it was just felt cool. But nobody really plays it. So it's like. Well, damn, it's you know? yeah, it's yeah or, especially when you really like the game. Yeah, it's like, come on, I'm so close. I have all the other trophies. God damn it, where's why? Why is this multiplayer one tacked on? Yeah, ah, it's annoying. It is, but that's the nature of just things in general. Not even just games, right? You know, it's like you know you're into comics right so it's like if you miss the release of a comic right and then it doesn't get popular and maybe you got like the first issue but you waited a while to read it or something right and then it goes out of print or something and you read it and you're like this is dope and it didn't get popular for whatever reason right then you can't find it right so it's like this is just the world we live in, you know, but all the more reason, like if you support something like plug that shit like crazy, you support it, get other people to buy it. You know, it's like I want to gift Outer Wilds to people just because it's like, really good. Uh, I love that. And it's not like it's going away, you know, but I love it. I want to support it. You yeah, know, I want Outer Wilds is the definitely- world to have more of that. So you know, Outer Wilds is definitely on my list. Yeah, yeah, dude. Although, good luck with the achievements. There's a bunch of hidden ones. Now, I know you're gonna be using a guide, I'll but use it's a trophy guide just to find the, yeah, <laughs> to find the bullshit. But, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, not to taint the experience with that one. Like I said, it's I've like heard. It's the less you know about it, the better. Yeah. Right? So I would say just play it, dude. And then later, like I said, dude, dude, I want more. So it's like, I look at it as like, all right, that's an excuse to play more of the game to go for the trophies. Cause once you play it, there's no erasing that. So yeah. that's a game I would advise anyone who wants to play it, 
So but enjoy it and then go back to it for sp- that shit. Speaking of which, it's like um, the guides themselves, the trophy guides themselves, there's like websites dedicated to this stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And they've actually gotten better as well. They've evolved along with the games and sure. the trophies themselves. And a lot of them have gotten spoiler friendly, you know, and spoiler weary. So they kind of like tell you step one, play the game just don't worry about it yeah just play. and when i see that i'm like cool so i always do step one like just let me do my thing or whatever i mean i would say that with outer wilds though dude it's I like think it's one of them that says it, just play the game yeah like, just play, play the, the game, game because like you'll get achievements and Naturally. then and the way the game is set up like it's easy to go and shoot for achievements it's like it's a time loop right so i mean you're looking at like minutes lost maybe nice. you know and then you can just go back to the beginning and like try again you know so it's like if you're missing any achievements when you beat it they won't be hard to get it's not like oh shit i have to go like 10 hours into the game to like whatever you know the only stuff that might be hard is like completing the ship log which you're naturally going to be doing yeah while you're playing the Especially game if you're OCD. <laughs> yeah and then if there's anything missing then you just look up a guide for sure at that for point sure. yeah not before so um, I, I do want to, you know, like I said, Hotshot is one of my proud achievements. Tag Champion and Monolith, which is a great roguelike shmup. But that was, fuck that achievement. But I'm proud <laughs> of it. Because, like, you got to just keep tagging this character. You know, tag your eight, tag, 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 tag. Like, uh, I don't know how many times. Like, a 30 plus times or something in Damn. in a set period of time or it resets. But it'll come naturally, I guess, right? No, 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 Oh, you no, actually no. have to do it? Oh, shit. Sure. Like, it wasn't natural at all, dude. Oh, sure. My hands were cramping up and shit. Like, it was tough, but I'm glad I did it. Even though I haven't completed that game 100%, felt good getting that achievement. It's a rare achievement. Like, um, cool thing about Steam is, like, if you look at achievements, it'll tell you, like the percentage of players, right? And certain ones will be shiny if it's like less than five percent of players. Yeah, I like that it. too. I like that. Yeah. The, they added that in the PlayStation as well. Tell you how many, like, what the percentage is. Yeah, of how many people have it, and that's kind of cool too. When you see that low percentage, sure, point, points less than one percent. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, because they have they they've actually <laughs> added those uh, uh, those rarities elite. right next to the the trophies in PlayStation. Sure. So they put it like there's um you know normal, there's a rare, there's very rare, and there's ultra rare. And ultra rares usually for like 2% or less. Yeah. And yeah, it's really cool when you get a lot of ultra rares. Some things that are interesting, like with Hunt, there's a lot of rare, like achievements that are kind of clear that like, okay, this is a really alienating game because there are like aspects that are like, this is the core experience of the game. They're like, 10% of the people have gotten. So it's like, I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, tough game you know it's like not for the faint of heart you know but like wow but it's got like a dedicated player base you know so it's doing its thing and it's confident in that and that's cool but it also makes you feel like if you're really a hunt player you're like yeah yeah (laughs) dude like nobody else has that shit yeah, yeah. Right. So there it is. <laughs> so let's like talk about a few weird achievements, right? We've got Stanley Parable, which is one of my all-time favorite games, recently remade. Fucking amazing. You're going to hate this, dude. This <laughs> achievement. Okay, so there's one achievement called um what is it called? <sighs> I don't remember the name of the achievement. It's like go outside, I think. 
And uh, basically, the achievement in the original game was don't play the game for five years. Oh, yeah. I've heard of yeah. stuff like this. And people yeah. have cheated it, right? They've reset their clocks or shit like that. Yeah, dude. And devs, the devs actually have scolded them, saying like, Using the copy pasta, like you cheated not only the game, There's, but yeah, yourself. I've heard of this, heard of this yeah, as well. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, yeah, dude. I mean, it's like, it doesn't really have any value. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah like, and <laughs> secondarily, it's kind of like, that's kind of a good thing. It makes you like think about the game and process it and go do something else. Which is, I think, cool and give you a reason to come back to the game in five years. The but. Re- <laughs> no, I mean, dude, it's been it's been like almost a decade since that game came out. I think it has been a decade. So, but, no, but I, I, mean, I did replay it before then, so now I have to think: Do I want to cheat? No. I'll See, just- that's what I mean. Like, like if it forces you to kind of do that, it's like, all right, well, like, are you going to take the legit route and come? I'm going to take the years? legit <laughs> route, and if somebody wants to, like play the game i'll make them buy it to support the devs and i can check it out with them you know like because the only reason that i reset that was to show the game to someone and now it's gonna be like yeah i want to show it to you but like support the devs buy the game and we can play together yeah and i will get that achievement and Uh, but the remake has a lot of the same achievements from the first game but it's super go outside yeah. Not just go outside. Now we have super go outside. What was that? Don't go outside for 10 years. Get out of here. Or don't, I mean, don't play the game for, for 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> go outside. I have heard of this one. There's an, On that note, there's another one similar like it uh, called, well, I forgot the name of it as well, but it's in the one of the Batman Arkham games. And it's when, I believe it's the first one, it's when you go to Calendar Man's cell. And if you go to Calendar Man's cell during specific points of the year he'll give you a different dialogue mm. so if you go there during that's kind of cool yeah if you, if you go there during valentine's day he'll say something if you go there during christmas he'll and so say there's something. an achievement for going Ex- on a for certain every, day for every single one for like you you have to go through all whatever all 10 or whatever so you're like thinking all right that's do, a bit but that's what i mean though, like you yeah. know it's like all right so then you gotta like what do you think people are gonna do they're gonna go to their system settings they're gonna change their times well, and then they're gonna fucking i mean the game, to you know? me though i think you know okay so you said modern warfare not having multiplayer like achievements right i think that developers should have a certain respect for the player's time yeah you know you're right i mean that's kind of cool that he does that but i don't think it should be made a trophy it should be something that you get to enjoy and experience if you want to or be able to look up on the web if yep. you want to check it out and not do it yourself, by but not making, force you to do that or cheat to do it. By making it a trophy, they're adding that quote unquote a value or time extension or whatever. Sure. But you're right. You're right. Like people are going to like end up like trophy hunters like myself. We're going to end up just changing our fucking but system. I settings. don't think, I, I think calendar man too much. Yeah. 365, <laughs> good, not play the game for five years. That's fine, dude. I mean, you're going to play the game if and enjoy remember, it. Yeah. And if you remember it, go back and get the achievement, sure, man. Like, like, I remember a trophy. Uh, it's, uh, I can't remember if it's one of the Jack and Daxter games or one of the Sly Cooper games. Something. What great games, oh, by yeah, the way. But yeah, I love those games, or, dude. Oh, dude, what happened to Naughty Dog, dude? They were like, what oh, happened we're going to <laughs> like, we're Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter. Now we're like hyper-realistic. We're the last like, of us yeah. now. Uh, well, Dark, you know, they, fucked up shit But I would love to see more Jack and Daxter And on that note, dude Some uh, modders have done 
God's work, and there's been no cease and desist or anything. They've ported the game to PC. Nice. Four, 4K resolution. Nice. See, you, you can know, find the trophy yeah. I was going to talk about where it's uh, uh, don't move for like an hour or 10 minutes, just whatever the fuck. A certain amount of time, don't move, and it'll give you something, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's pretty cool. There's yeah. another one in Stanley Parable. Play the game for an entire Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, but like the that's the kind of thing where times. it's like you'll just leave it on, you know, which is fine. Come back, check it out. Yeah, leave it on. Come back. I'm okay with that. That's not like it's not like forcing you to do something. You know, just leave it on. No problem. Yeah, that's not totally terrible. It's just a, weird. I have a funny one in particular that just came to my mind, and that was in the game Lollipop Chainsaw. Ooh, what a, what a weird one. I know it, that game. It was game. a weird old game, but I really liked that game. It was fun for what it was, you know what Seems I mean? Seems like and I goofy think, fun. I think it's getting yeah. a remake as well. And, um, but in any case, there's one where you, you play as a high school uh, cheerleader. Yeah, it seems like one of those, like, you know, those, like... Do you ever play a game where you're like, yeah, this is a solid 70 out of 100, but it's like that. It's fun. Sometimes you it's just fun. want that. Exactly. You know, is it perfect? No, but it's just it's fun. fun. Exactly. That's Mindless like fun. Hack and, yeah. hack and slash zombie yeah. fucking game. But in it, you play a fucking high school uh, cheerleader, and she has a really fucking short skirt. Oh, yeah, I know so, that. Yeah, you know, the camera like, to so try to so check it out. So if you fucking move the camera to, like, go under her skirt or whatever, she'll always cover it up. And I think after you do that a certain amount of times, or even maybe the first time. She hits the camera, right? Yeah, some, something. Well, the, the trophy will pop up pervert or something the fuck, and it's like, all right, shit. That's <laughs> like, great. You embarrassed me right now. So <laughs> I, uh, on that note, I want to mention just a couple of, you know, just kind of messed up achievements in games, you know? But, before we wrap up and everything, right? Sure. So we've got R. Kelly's protege. Jesus. In one of my favorite guilty pleasures, Postal oh. 2. <laughs> and right. uh, I think you can guess what you need to do. Uh, piss. Piss in somebody's mouth or some shit. Until they vomit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Beautiful that the <laughs> devs put that in there. Devs supported that game for like 15 years or something. They're still getting updates, I that's, think. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> uh, we also have Dastardly in the first Red Dead Redemption. Great. You get, uh, you know, an, a, a cliche in Westerns is the girl being tied to the train tracks. Right? That's right. It was like a random occurrence or something. Yeah, like that, but, right? you, but you have to not save. Yes. You have to capture. Sure, tired and let the train and just lower down. I totally remember that. Awesome. Yeah. And another one, Manifest Destiny. All of the animals, you know, that you can hunt, they respawn and stuff, right? Yeah. Except for the buffalo. <laughs> okay. And if you, I think you get the idea yeah. of, yeah, that you make them go extinct. Yeah. They never come back. <laughs> you get a trophy for that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like, if you take your time doing it, that could be like a little depressing sure. after yeah it's kind of just like, like there's on. only one buffalo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be the one <laughs> yeah there is menace in society and fable 2 for sexually harassing people until you get reported nice yeah go. um we've got deadpool just being ah. typical deadpool with things like the first one's free, where you just get an achievement for starting the starting game. Starting the game, I, I remember and the that second one, yeah. one's also free. That's right. Yeah. I, re I, re I remember that very specifically. The game just starts, and the first two trophies <laughs> pop up. Just they give it to you, and you're like, "All right, cool." You know what I mean? It's, that's awesome. Yeah, we also have some weird ones in Metal Gear Solid, right? Where Metal Gear Solid just a, I mean, Kojima being who he is sure. with all the little details, right? Uh, so Ocelot. 
being so critical to the story, right? In oh, Metal yeah. Gear Solid 3, if you could kill him, you get a game over screen saying, congrats, like, it was like, congratulations, like, problem solved, series over. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> and cool. uh, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people remember this from back in the day, the little Rocket Man from Half Life 2, uh, where you had a gnome appear early in episode two. That's right. That's and right. you had to carry him with you throughout the whole Jeez. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Crazy stuff. You know, another one that comes to mind, well, several that come to mind because it was all in the same game was Little Big Planet. And when that first game came out, there were a lot of just random things that your sack boy can do, whatever. So uh, a lot of the levels were creator based and, you know, people Mm -hmm. made those levels or whatever. And they would get creative where they would place like the jumping pads or they Mm -hmm. would put a bunch of items next to each other, things like that. And in the beginning of these creator levels, there'd be a little sign that says, jump on the pad three times and grab the ball up there. You'll instantly unlock five trophies. Um, you're like, cool. So you're like, jump, broom, 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 trophy, boom, trophy, boom. You grab the oh, so it's just trophy and levels. And they were like helping out. For, they were helping people out That's to like, get a couple of trophies to do the little That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. Like, that was like, yeah. And it like awesome. kind of pushed people to use the level Absolutely. creation. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's fun. That's I what think, I dug yeah. about the, the series as well. Some of these sure. levels were awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So there have been a lot of cool things. I think that it's also used as a way to like gamify, you know, other applications or things which are good. We also just side note before we wrap up. So speaking of gamification, NSA info gathering program called X key score mm. uses gamification, which this is like some crazy shit. If you want to look it up what about it? like, monitoring people like the stuff that they can do you know i mean like anyone anywhere in the world like just watch your web i mean look it up it's crazy stuff but the nsa uses achievements for like new analysts right to train them to like yeah to train them they get achievements for you in x key score to like get better at spying on you (laughs) they might recruit you or some shit yeah yeah crazy stuff but uh yeah um on that note dude like uh you mentioned like what else are you playing now you just beat a game what do you got up next so yeah, good question, man. I don't have anything up on my on my list. Uh, I want to check out. There's a couple of games that came out. I still want to check out Stray. Uh, yeah. Heard a lot of good stuff about Stray. I you don't check like that cats, out. though. You know, it's funny. I don't, but I heard it's a really fun game, and it's like, uh, man, all right, you know. <laughs> I just want to. I don't have to like cats. To like, cats. Play. yeah. yeah. Well, I just, you know, check out, check out the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I also do want to check out the. Uh, the new play, PlayStation tier system, you sure. know what I mean? And mine expires in January, so right now what I could do is upgrade for like 10 bucks for yeah. like the rest of the year. And I'm like, all right, well, that might Maybe be I'll worth it. Maybe I'll do that, yeah. yeah. it might be worth it just you to check got, out. You got, got a little time, I'm couple eyeballing, months. I'm yeah. eyeballing Assassin's Creed Valhalla just because I like Assassin's Creed, but I also Gross. know that's like a 100-plus hour game. Yeah, yeah. screw that. Yeah, Platinum, yeah, yeah. dude. Especially with Especially the with the nature, the shit, like yeah, as yeah. Assassin's Creed has gone on. Loved the first couple of games. Yeah. Still want to go back and play Black Flag because I never did. I love that Pirates. That was a fun one, dude. That was a fun yeah, one because but, uh, of the Pirates system. But the series has gotten very, I mean, Uh, Talking about Breath of the Wild, right? Going Mm. back to that, loved what they did for open world games. And Ubisoft 
is a prime example of just like the open world formula. And it's just a map populated with icons and stuff of things to do that are just like uh, to complete a game, right? It's kind of like <sighs> repetitive, grindy nonsense that like yeah. I have nothing, no interest in doing, yeah. you know? Like I don't want to do that. And I mean, I've heard that the series has gotten better since they've stopped the annual release cycle, but series has been tainted for a long time in my book i'm not super keen on going back to any of those games except for maybe black flag because fuck yeah pirates i know dude i know and and those games are severely like bloated now you yeah know i mean it started with origins and uh, i did get the platinum for uh for the uh the egyptian one was it uh odyssey no i was um, origins odyssey was the roman one no nah, origins was the roman one Wait, no yeah yeah, Odyssey was wait. Uh, Origins was the Egyptian the, one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, yeah. sorry, sorry. And Odyssey was the Roman one. Yeah, I and, shouldn't even know that. One. I'm Valhalla, like trash talking over Valhalla here. is the uh, is the Viking one. Yeah, and then they got the cool new settings one coming out. though. Great. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's why I kind of want to check them. They re- they are fun, you know. But it's just that they're very very bloated. They're yeah. just like there's icons all over the fucking map. And like that's another thing I, I appreciated Ghost of Tsushima a lot because sushi, they all, Ghost of a, a, a lot of the icons around there are cool, but they're doable and yeah. they're fun and they're and they're very they, they they have a lot of variation. So you do them. There's haikus. There's you know fucking sure. bamboo slicing. There's a bunch of shit, and you knock them all out. Boom, platinum. You know, finish the story. Boom, shakalaka. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, on that note, the things I'm playing right now. So I might actually go for a hundred percent in. Hunt, because I'm at like mm. 250 hours in the game. We've been talking about that. And yeah. speaking of like not just achievements, but things that like kind of get you f- looking for that dopamine fix in the game, right? Like there's so many things that take that off for me in Hunt. And there was just an event that just ended, got a little bit grindy, but I pushed for it, completed the event two months, dude. Nice. And over a hundred hours in that two month span. Right of just pushing for completing this event, they added a battle pass in this event, and that was like a little bit much, dude. By the end of it, I was a little tired, you know. Yeah, and I sure. still love the game. I'll go, but I need a break from it now because of all that shit. completing mm-hmm. the stuff that was not even for achievements, but for that, right? And there's some fun achievements. Like I got one for being on fire, bleeding, and poisoned at the same time. You know, like, uh, that's some (laughs) fucked up shit. You're in trouble there, yeah. Um, All kinds of stuff. There's a few that are going to be difficult for me, like visiting every location in the two maps in the game in one match. Very cool. And they now have lowered the match time to 45 minutes. So you have 45 minutes hoping that you don't die and going around running to every location that'll be a little hard (laughs) yeah and the other one that i want to get but it seems hard because it's very situational is you need to have a trait which is like perks in call of duty or something right that lets you throw melee weapons and you have to find a sledgehammer and you have to kill another hunter by throwing a sledgehammer so it's like very situational sure and it's rare and it's i mean it's a shooting cowboy game you know so it's like i have to know that they're not gonna see me and headshot me and get yeah. the time in to throw and be at the right distance you know so that's yeah, gonna man. be hard yeah but man. i'm close so i might try to go for it keep those in mind to keep the game fresh for me because at 250 hours yeah giving myself a little bit of challenge gives for me an sure. excuse to be in that world for and sure. i love the world it's fun so i've been playing a lot of that 
taking a break, needed to chill out. So I started Spirit Fair, which is fantastic, nice. but not for everyone. It's like, what's that about? You're like ferrying spirits to like the life beyond. You're like kind of in limbo and you ride a boat around and just plot your course around and gather resources and like oh, okay. hug them and feed them and like Ooh. just keep them happy. But it's like very chilled out, you know, and like just there's no time limits or anything. It's just kind of like, well, I'm going to cook and I'll come back and check on the food sure, later. Sure, and sure. like, yeah, you know, stuff like that. But it's nice change of pace loving that and joe who's the guest on the last podcast yeah. he got off hunt for a little while and he got me see if thieves was just on sale and we're like deep into that that's not a perfect game but what a game dude i mean if it, you can get into it great atmosphere beautiful game considering it's like five years old nothing else has pirate that's vibes cool. quite like yeah. that feels cool like you really feel like you're a crew together manning a whole fucking like galleon or whatever ship you're on, right? Is, it, that, is that the one that they added the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean stuff? Yeah, into yeah, they now? did. They did. Yeah, yeah cool. it's a really cool game. I don't, I probably not on PlayStation since it's Microsoft. Yeah, yeah it's, oh, yeah, it's rare. It's rare. Well, we got another pirate game coming out soon, uh, Skull and Bones, you know, so we'll see what happens. I'll look with into that. that. But Sea of Thieves is cool. I'm having fun with that, you know, it's, right and on. that's a little chilled out because it's kind of like you have to plot your course, use like a compass, yeah, and yeah. all that. So it's like, it's I've a heard nice, good things. I've heard yeah, good things. Yeah, and the action can be there, but it's like, it's way more chilled out than high. And it's nice taking a break from like uh, i'm yeah, gonna dude, lose yeah, like dude. my level 40 hunter or something that i put hours into if i die and see that's the thing yeah. like like you you asked me what i'm gonna play now on playstation the reason i haven't like thought about it or put anything down is because like yesterday i got my hybroxia 2 trophy i i i felt great after that i felt you know shoulder lifted off weight lifted off my shoulders so i was like all right uh i'm gonna record this podcast today see what comes up later but now i have a chance with especially with the break coming up yeah i have a chance to like catch up on a bunch of movies and sure shit. And i'm sure. kind of like all right maybe i'll do that and i just watched the lord of the Rings show before coming here uh so i've been enjoying those kind of things cool. and, on, and on top of that casually playing on the switch i remember mentioning to you last and not time having to worry about achievements exactly yeah. dude exactly taking like a load off you know uh and i remember last time i talked to you uh, i was gonna start uh, stranger's wrath and since then what I, a game. I have started it and it's yeah dude it's really fun it's really fun cool western and vibe absolutely. like and great even, characters and settings as yeah. I'm playing it I'm imagining where like trophies could have been placed like uh, what kind of trophies and stuff like uh, if this was on place oh it is actually on play I think I'm not sure but, but you're playing on Switch playing right? on and Switch. it's kind of refreshing just yeah, experiencing dude, just do, do my right? own thing do whatever the fuck and not worry about it and kind of yeah like, you're like still letting your mind be like I bet I would have gotten an achievement for that <laughs> exactly, but you know dude, it's exactly. nice not having to check that list Perfect. Experience or forcing me to have to finish the game sure. right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like I've been on and off with that. I have been curious about uh, Two Point Campus. I want to check that that's game that's out. That's like uh, the next game in uh, the like Two Point, two point Hospital, yeah, 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 spiritual successor to Theme Theme Hospital, something or like that. Yeah. Theme, yeah, but yeah, those games are really fun. Two Point Hospital is really, really fun. So I'm gonna check that out at some cool. point, and that's that's where I'm at. 
Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, that was for a me, lengthy dude. conversation, a lot to talk about, but that was really fun, enjoyable. Thank you again so yeah, much. Thanks for, thanks for letting me spit out my uh, trophy statistics. Sure <laughs> thing. Yeah, great, great. So anybody who enjoyed the podcast, if you want to check out other episodes, you can check them out on our website, chinagaming.org, or on your favorite podcasting uh, provider yeah provider <laughs> application whatever yeah it's out there take a look all right until next time over and out take care guys <laughs>